Welcome to Coaching Cocktails and Conversations with Lolita E. Walker, the podcast that coaches you up while meeting you exactly where you are. Grab your water, tea, or something stronger and allow this podcast to help you feel the power in your cause. Come on in and join the conversation. Let's go. Hey, y'all. Hey, it is Lolita E. Walker, and welcome to Coaching Cocktails and Conversations. Yes, come on to the table. I am excited to talk to you today. Coaching is all about leaving you with a couple nuggets just to challenge your thinking just a little bit. Cocktails is not so much about what you're sipping on, but there is no judgment. It's more about celebrating the greatness of who you are when you choose to come up to my kitchen table. And then conversations. We have the juiciness of all types of conversations, okay? We are going live today on YouTube, on LinkedIn, and on Facebook in my private community, Coaching Cocktails and Conversations. So I invite you to go ahead, leave a comment, and guess who I have on today? Y'all aren't ready. Tara L. Page. Yes, you have heard of her. If you have not, then you have been under all types of rocks, honey. But we are talking today about the power of community, building your community through connection, through chaos of connection. And you know, with stuff happening last night, we're going to get into it just a little bit. But welcome to Coaching Cocktails and Conversations. I can't wait for you guys to meet Tara L. Page because not only is she a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, but she is also just such a power player. And to hear her story from where she was to where she is now in the projection of where she's going to be. She went from zero folks to over 200,000 in a Facebook community. So I really want to talk about building community and how you surround yourself with the right folks in order to build what it is that you have. And when chaos of connection happens, how do you still keep your group alive? So we're going to be talking to Tara about that and also She has this amazing conference coming up that I want you guys to hear about. And she got something spicy talking about today, too. So we're going to get into all of those things. But today we I want to introduce you to Tara L. Page. Let me bring her on up to the party. Hey there. Hey, Lolita. Oh, this is so amazing to be here, girl. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. You know, when I heard you, first of all, you're powerful, right? And then I've been in some rooms. Y'all know I met her on an audio app. I I tell you, the connections, baby. If you are not on Clubhouse or any other social apps to hear audio, like to hear people's authenticity, y'all are missing out on serious, some serious connections, some lifelong ones. But when you spoke in a room one time, I was like, who is... You bring it all. You bring it all. And then to hear your story, I say, you've got to be on my podcast. So welcome to the party. Thank you. I'm so excited. You know, I love you. You know, I just love, love, love you. So I'm so excited to be here. So thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. Listen, I would love for you to introduce yourself by way of one power strength that you have. So think about one of your strengths and then talk to us about it and talk to us about who you are. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, that's, that's, that's. That's a tall order, but okay. (laughs) It's always hard to, you know, talk about your strengths. So, you know, the one thing that I, that I love about you though, Lolita, I've got to say this, but um, Lolita is the one that I hear when asked that question, talk about you and tell the power of I am and who you are. So here I go. All because of Lolita. <laughs> so I am Tara L. Page and I am I am a community builder. And I have to say that because I love the power of community. I love the power of bringing people together and connecting them and you know finding the strengths and weaknesses of everybody but learning how to learning how to connect each other because of your strengths and because of your weaknesses. Like that is, that's the beauty of community. So I am a community builder. Yes. Oh my gosh. You know what? I love that. And you are a community builder. So hey, Regina, who's in the house. We have another LinkedIn user. I don't know what your name is because I can't see it, but you bring greetings. Hey. And then we have a Facebook user. Don't know who you are, but they say, hey, girl. Hey. So I love, I love this here, you know, community. And that's exactly what we're, we're, we're talking about right here. You are a community builder. And let me tell you why. Not only did you go from zero to over 200,000 folks inside of your Facebook group, but when you come around, you have this electric energy. 
right? You do. You have this electric energy that people are drawn to. I know I am. So I would love for you to talk about, you know, how did you build your community? Was it always a dream of yours? Like Facebook is it. Here I come. (laughs) Right. So, you know, actually... I've been I've been in the game of online or in the space of online life for a while. So since like 2010, 2011, just doing things. And I've always prayed for a large community, a large platform. And it wasn't just because I just wanted to be the leader of a large platform. I just love I love the power of community and I love being able to help and allow people to just join me and, you know, me join them. I'm just, I'm, that's, that was my prayer, right? To just have a huge platform. Well, (laughs) you know, uh, tell God what you want and then, you know, he'll tell you what's going on, right? (laughs) Well, during the pandemic, I, well, let me, let me go back a little bit. I was always coaching business. I, you know, inspirational speaker, empowerment speaker and all this good stuff. So taught business and was thinking, okay, so my, my platform is going to come from me coaching and doing business and all this stuff. And it didn't um, during the pandemic. I just we my husband and I had just purchased our forever home. I have a porch. I have a side patio. I have a large back patio. I have a four car carport, covered carport. And then we have another large area. Plus, we have nine acres. So it was somewhere that I was I was literally sitting on my couch crying. And I was like, I cannot believe we're in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. What is going on? And I walked outside and I was like, you know what? I'm going to decorate my patios. And I was starting to literally look for inspiration, but I wanted to find inspiration that wasn't just one sided. And um, I was looking for brown girls. I couldn't find it. So I was like, you know what? Let me create this space. Yeah. And that's when my group was born. And I thought, I'm thinking, Fifty people, a hundred people. We can find some, you know, some uh, some inspiration, and we can empower each other, and we can sit on the patio and have good drinks and good food and good fun. But zeros. April twenty third, twenty twenty. To date, over two hundred and thirty three thousand Black women uh, in that group. And following that, my mate, my brand, um, the Patio Chick, which is an outdoor living lifestyle brand. You know, yields. Oh, I mean, it 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 adds on to, you know, my following. So, and it's just, you know, I have something for everybody. And it's just amazing that we can create, that I've created a space that we can just have a good time and just be outside. So that's how it all began. <laughs> I love it. It all began by wanting to get a community for yourself. That's what I heard, right? Yeah. Wanting to find a community for yourself. And guess what you also said is when you didn't find it, then you created one. And then, you know, how often aren't we creating what we want to see? How often aren't we creating things in the world? I think it's it's amazing. And actually, now I use that word amazing. And Kim said, absolutely amazing. It is, right? So here's the thing. Over 233,000 people that you you can impact, you are impacting every single day. Talk to me about when chaos happens. How do you maintain that connection? Hmm. So let me tell you, um, <laughs> you know, and this is this is this is crazy because people think that when you create uh, when you create a, a community and it starts growing or it gets big or even if you have a hundred people or a thousand people, whatever, you know, putting rules in place that's key. Hmm. That is key, and people you know, try to let everybody slide. But when you let everybody slide, it creates chaos. Right. Even when you don't let everybody slide and somebody slips through the crack, it creates a chaotic moment. But you still have to hold fast to your truth and what you've created and what you are creating for the masses. So one of the things that, you know, in in the chaos of it all, you know, people would come in and slip through and say something that was like, uh, no, this is not the place. Standing my ground and understanding allowed everybody in the community to rally around people who weren't doing what they were supposed to do. And they would, baby, I tell you, the neighborhood watch is live and living <laughs> color. They are serious and they they immediately are like, you know what? This is not what we're gonna, this is not not here. 
This is not what we do. But you have to teach people how to treat, how yeah. to treat your community and how to respect your community. Even in the face of chaos, they didn't just some of them jumped in. But uh, most of the time, people don't jump in and get chaotic with it. They're mm-hmm. like, no, this is not the place they report it. And then we move on. So it's even in the face of chaos, even in the face of it, it works it works once you stand your ground, you create your rules and you 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 expect and you you expect everyone to follow them. You respect them and they respect you. Yes. So. Create a place and a space for comfort. Right. Yeah. Create that space. I love that you said that, because when I, I'm always given acronyms here and I love you know me, I love an acronym, I honey. It. I love it. I love a powerful acronym and that C and, and we're, I'm, I'm doing it in the midst of chaos, right? Because yeah. here's the thing. Chaos comes in our lives all the time, not just in, right all the time, especially when you talk about community. So the reason why I wanted to talk about this topic so much about building a community and have you as a community builder right here is because chaos is going to come. Yeah, exactly is. what you said. It will come. But yeah. how have you created the space, the norm and the culture Right. And the culture. And I love that you said my neighborhood watch is on point and they're on point because they know how you roll. Right. Setting expectations. So tell us what because folks that are not already in there need to go ahead and up in there. Tell us about your Facebook group (laughs) so people could join on in and then tell us about the rules for your group. Yeah, absolutely. So the group is Black Women Who Love Outdoor Living Spaces. And it is uh, we're we're pretty strict about the women who are in there. And um, but if you do not fit the criteria to be in that particular group, the patio chick, I'm all over all social media, social media platforms. And you can definitely follow me there for tips and tricks and hacks for creating a patio space that your friends and your family will be jealous of. So you can definitely <laughs> follow me anywhere. Um, but yeah, so uh, wait a minute, Lolita, what was your question? Girl, I'm yeah, saying, that's, that's, okay, girl, that's okay. That's okay. I was asking you, what are some of the rules that you have created in your culture, in your, in your group? Yeah. So one, one big one is, you know, what we don't, we don't solicit, like you mm-hmm. can't come in here because then, then it ends up being a sales spot. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know, so we don't do that. You have to respect everyone. You have to respect people. And, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, you may not like, that a person posted a, a front door that they created that's polka dot yellow and green with black and white stripes and purple butterflies. But that has nothing to do with you. The purpose of us is to support one another in the fact that you went out there and you did it, sis. You did it, girl. You did. Listen, if that's what you want, honey, if you like it, I love it. And truly, Truly letting everybody see mm-hmm. this is about support. This yeah. is not about you. This, this is their house. They pay the rent. They pay the mortgage. They pay the bills. You ain't got nothing to do with it. All you got to do is sit back and clap. So that's a big thing. Respect. Respecting one another. So and just clapping for one another. Just literally understanding that, you know, digital currency is a simple like, is a simple heart that you can go and you can make somebody's day by mm-hmm. simply just giving them some love and showing them some love by clicking a like by pushing a heart that makes such a big difference. So we very rarely have posts that go into that group that are not, you know, tapped or touched. Like somebody's always liking or loving somebody's post. And when they don't, they'll, they'll uh, notify me. Facebook notifies me and say, Hey, so-and-so created a post. Would you like to be the first to respond? And I'll go in and I'll respond to that post. But we rarely have posts. That happens maybe two or three times a month. You know, maybe, and that's maybe. I haven't had any this month. <laughs> so maybe, maybe. But yeah, it's it's just about supporting and loving, empowering and inspiring each other to just get out there and do what you do and make a space for you and create a space for you. So we keep those rules solid and people, the neighborhood watch is on point. I love it. <laughs> well, I love that. Um, sorry, you know, some of what you just talked about, about, about those rules specifically for your Facebook group, but now let's take that into just community as a whole, right? Yeah. Some of those things about respect that you talked about, some of those things about people feeling disrespected, but really mm-hmm. are you like, what is it inside of you that's feeling that disrespect? And then how you going to show up in that, right? Yeah. Some of the other things you talked about is, um, the no solicitation, but 
I've even talked on here before, um, just in general about people always coming to the table and wanting to sell you on something up front. So I'm yeah. talking about life now. Right? Yeah. Get to know me first. We are on Facebook. We're on LinkedIn and we're on um, YouTube right now. Mm-hmm. How many times on LinkedIn, you don't even know the person. They haven't even said hi yet. And they trying to sell you something. Oh my gosh. Daily. About five day, times a day. Daily. Like, do you, I mean, do you know, first of all, I don't even have any babies. Why are you selling me something about babies? I don't <laughs> even have any babies. I mean, I have grandbabies, but that's their parents. You need to find them. Like, right. So it's, I mean, it's all kind of stuff it, yeah. all the time. And it's like, get to know me and relationships mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mean everything. And that's the root of a community mm-hmm. building relationships. And it's not, and even when I teach about community and building community, because I built this, this platform, I teach that it's not just from me to you. It's not just from me to my people. It's from me to my people, my people to me and them to each other. Mm-hmm. Building relationships mm-hmm. is important. And mm-hmm. that relationship just circles around. And it, I mean, like you get to touch and tap into everybody. And that's important. Mm-hmm. So yeah, get to know me before you start selling some stuff or get to know somebody. Just somebody. I love it. You know, last night, uh, I'm sure you watched the Oscars. Yeah. Last night. And we won't we won't stay on it long. But as we talk community, as we talk building, I, I, you know, so much. I've talked about this for so what time is it now? It's 12, 16 p.m. Right. Eastern Standard Time, at least. And I've been talking about this all morning and I've, I've heard from different people on what their opinions are. But in relation to community, I was thinking, and what I'm really talking about is Will Smith and Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. What allows us to talk about that? Well, it happened on national TV. I'm in. Absolutely. Um, and I know you are having a discussion tonight on it, right? Yes, we are having a special patio chick chat tonight. It'll be on my open page, the patio chick, as well as in my private group. But we're gonna I'm gonna bring Lolita up. We're gonna yeah. bring some other guests up, and we're gonna have a full on chat about. This because that's what we do on the patio. We have good conversations. So we're going to talk about that tonight. Yes. One of the things I will say during this podcast here is I I felt so many emotions from that. Yeah. I felt emotions like, how dare you? Yeah. I felt emotions like, wow, it was a joke. Yeah. I, I mean, from the beginning to the end, there were jokes being made. But mm-hmm. you know what? I believe that there are so many deep rooted things that that was pinned up inside of him that yep. this isn't just about that one line. Clearly. Yep. Right. Yep. This is about this pinned up stuff. And I'm saying this here because sometimes we have so much stuff and so much pressure inside of us is that when it's time to go boom and bam, yep. sometimes it happens at the most inopportune times. Right. 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 I I feel all of that mm-hmm. and not, not just the pinned up stuff that was inside of him, but the, the process that he was going through with his wife. We don't yeah. know that they didn't. Yeah. And, and, and although Jada spoke about that, but we haven't heard how he felt. We didn't, we have never heard her cry in front of Will. We don't know what that conversation was like. We don't know how she felt the first time she realized that I've got to shave all of my hair. I'll never have my hair back. I was wearing my hair funky fly. I could add weave. I can do this. And now she's, there's not a choice. It's a, well, it's a choice, but it's like, you know, I could either wear tracks in my hair with my hair now it's like I've got to wear a wig or I got to go bald. Like those are the only two options, right? So we don't know all of the all of the behind the scenes stuff, pinned up stuff that they went through during this process. Another thing is, um, yes, you know, with Chris, you know, unfortunately, as a comedian and as a host, you have to ad lib because time, because they may. They may post up on the uh, screen, on the monitor. Hey, you need to go for another 30 seconds. We have no idea what was going on. And he, he just looked around and was like, okay, boom. And you, you just don't know. And everybody is a target. Unfortunately, everybody is a target. So it was, it, it was a lot of emotions. I tell you, I was, uh, I mean, I'm for Will. I'm against Will. I'm for Chris. I'm against Chris. Like it's a lot. Cause it's a, yeah. it was a lot going on in that very moment. And it's so many variables that we have no idea about. 
Yes. And you know, it's interesting. I don't know who the Facebook user is because I can't see it, but I love this. We have to lift up hope and help Will. He is suffering. Let's embrace him and Chris. Absolutely. And hands down. What was real clear is that he's suffering and there's a lot that's going on. What's not always so clear is that if that line didn't happen, then maybe we would still not know. Now to know their story and to see whatever we see on the outskirts of things, right? Mm -hmm. We know that there is suffering going on. We know there's got to be, even though right? They're public. It's emotion. And all of it is built up as once. And quite frankly, I think he found it funny first. Yeah. And then when you see the reaction that your wife is having, then you get that, you get that protective moment. So I don't condone what he did, but what I will say is just like Regina just said, the grief, the sadness, the struggle, the pain, all of it, yeah. all of it came to a bubble, to a bubble. Thanks, Stacy. Yes. That was Stacy who said, let's lift him up. Absolutely. Both of them. But I'll tell you for oh, so much emotion. But as we talk about community and building it, I think that that piece right there is really lifting folks up in prayer and lifting folks up when we see that 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 something's not right. 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 Where is your community and how are they rallying around you? Right. So let me ask you this, because I wrote down a couple of things. I wrote create a space and a place right for your culture. I wrote hone in with your core values. Like, where is it that you are? And I love what you're doing is that you you let it be known. These are what my core values are. This is how this community is going to run. Ask for help when needed. Yeah. Ask for help when needed. What's some success stories that you've seen inside of your community? I know there's so many. What's like maybe one or two? Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, I have to say the women who've never who've never been outside, who were just like, I had this house. For 14 years, and one one particular one in particular story comes to mind. She she was just like, I had this house for 14 years. I've had this patio. I just put this where I put the trash at before I go put the trash out to the road to uh, on the side of the road. Like literally, she was like, I just put the trash out there, you know, to get it out of the house. I knew that was my trash spot, <laughs> and, and it was like, wow. And the next thing you know, she decorated it and it had, I mean, just beautiful. It's this beautiful space. And it, you know, she had her lounge chairs and she was so proud. She was so proud that she created this space that she can go and now read because she was an avid reader. And she just, you know, she never thought that she would like being in this space that she had for 14 years. And she said that so many times in her story when she was telling us that she, I had this space for 14 years. I've never been out of here. I didn't even think about coming out here. And now y'all got me spending all of my money. And I'm like, (laughs) but you know, that that's a success story because Mm -hmm. people have found to extend their, their homes to their outside. And one of the things that I say, and I know this is, it's cliche, is that, you know, being one with nature is amazing. It is so calming. And people don't understand that until they're pushed to do that or they see examples of what that truly looks like. And what I've created in this group is that people can see examples of success stories and go and create their own success stories. So that was one. And another one that was so near and dear to my heart was a young lady who she had a daughter who she recently, and she shared, remember this is a place of inspiration and empowerment. She shared with us that her daughter had been suicidal mm-hmm. and she was on the mend. She was coming back, but her daughter too was an avid reader. And she remembered her daughter as this avid reader. And then, so she, but she wasn't because she was suicidal. She was depressed. She started to go out and create this beautiful space outside on her mm-hmm. patio. And she, you know, I mean, she and it was beautiful. She posted pictures of it. It was beautiful yellow. It's all this, you know, just gorgeous. And then she posted a picture with her daughter and she was saying how her daughter is reading again and she's finding space, a place to go outside on this beautiful patio that she created. And I mean, don't the healing success of that, the beauty of that. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, like that is just amazing. And for her to share that story, I mean, I think that I think that story got over like 3,000 comments and thousands and tens of thousands of likes. Like it was just beautiful. It was just a beautiful, a beautiful success story. That oh my is, gosh. that's that's success to me. That that's it, that is it is. Ah, I was thinking about that, and it made me think about um, I always talk about your most be free space. 
Yeah. Where are you when you feel you're most free, where you could close your eyes and relax? And yes. that place right there is your most creative space too. So if you're listening or you're watching or you're listening on Pandora or any other other streaming platforms, think about where your most be free space is. Yeah. Mines I talk about all the time is around water and trees. And how can you bring a piece of that into your day? And yeah. in this case, right, Tar the patio chick will say, how can you bring a piece of that onto your patio or your outdoor space? Right? Yeah. yeah. What about a waterfall? Oh, or yeah. If you, if you don't have money for that, guess what? That's okay. Because Pandora is free, honey. And you can Pandora. get right on Pandora. Yes, Pandora. Uh, I know that Big Lots had at one time sound machines. You can yep. buy them all over Amazon. I mean, all of that. You can check yep. out my Amazon shop. I have some uh, Pandora. I, mean, I have the sound machines in there. Like, it's just so many ways that you can recreate yep. the sounds that allow you to be free in your space. So, yes. yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Pictures. You know, I love being around trees. Yeah. What if I don't live in an area that's around trees? Come on now, green. Come on now, fall colors. Come on now. How do you grab that piece? So if you're leaving with nothing else, it's like build the area that you want. Build the area that you need to release because there's healing in it. Oh, yeah. sorry. That was such a good share. Yeah. 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 I love that. Listen, I always have three power questions that I ask. You ready? Because it's a coming you are around. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> oh, look, before we start, Regina, yes, Alley of Ambience. Come on now. Come on, Regina. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yes. Come on now. I love it. Yes. Pop in and let us know where are your most be free spaces and how have you been able to pull that into where you are, like what you're doing today into your everyday. It's so important, right? And yeah. in the midst of chaos, which we're talking about right now, like in the midst of chaos, I talk about this too, is that what if around you, it feels chaotic, right? There's this whirlwind that's around you and around you because yeah. it is, right? There's doubt, there's fear, there's expectation. There's people talking about you. There's you on the news now and a meme for the next 15 yeah. years, right? There's yeah. so much. <laughs> but what if we sat ourselves right in the middle of that and chose to pause for a minute. Just yeah. pause for the cause. Yeah. What if you could get your most be free space? Yeah. That will allow you to then with intention, grab one piece at a time. And now you see a light and a path forward. It's true. Yeah. Do that. I love that. Stacy said the lake. Yeah. Yes. The lake is yeah. her most be free space. Love it. Thank you. Right. Love you got to know it. If you don't know it, yeah. do some work and figure yeah, it out. Know. Exactly. Where's your most be free space there? on a patio and you know I love my patio but I also like to find other spaces I'm a traveler mm -hmm. and I love to be in different spaces and places because I love to always dream of those places you know when you're in a space mm -hmm. you can always bring a little bit of that back home yeah. and so I just, I mean, I, I just love being outside. I love feeling the sun on my skin. I love feeling the breeze run through my hair. I love just, I just, I just like the smell of outside, the, the feeling of outside. So I'm like, that's my spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you are watching this and you are working a nine to five, then add into your calendar to take a walk around the building. Yeah. Add into your calendar. So the point is, is know where your most be free space is yeah. and figure out how you can incorporate that into your day. Because what it does is it it resets you. It does that thing. And I, I talk to my clients about it all the time. And I'm sure you talk to your patio chicks yeah. about it, too. Right. Oh, so good. All right. Yeah. Let's get into these questions. All right. The first is, why is the work you do so important? You know what? I didn't realize in the beginning, I did not realize it was so important until mm -hmm. I had so many Black women tap in. Mm -hmm. And when you look at what's happening in America right now, when people ask me all the time, why did you create a space that was just for Black women? And no matter who you are, when you look at the fight that we go through on a daily basis. When we have to smile, we have to grin and bear it. We have to take it. We have to go in our rooms and we have to go in our closets and we have to just cry alone. When we have to be by ourselves to just take it. Mm -hmm. I created a space 
where we can be loved, where we can be supported, where we can learn how to release, where we can learn how to be free, where we can learn how to be ourselves and be supported in that. And it's important. And that's why that space will always stay for Black uh, and African-American women, because we always have to just take it. Mm -hmm. And so this work is important because I create a space that we don't have to take it, Mm -hmm. that we can just be loved and empowered and inspired to just continue. And we can we have somewhere to, you know, shake it off our shoulders, wipe it off of our back and we can then go back and, and deal with something new the next day because it doesn't quit. It doesn't stop. It's not going to stop today. It's not going to stop tomorrow. But it gives us a place to relax, relate, and release. Going back to my old, uh, was yeah. it different world days, you know? But it gives us a place to relax, relate, and release, and that's what we need—a safe place to go, a safe space to be free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girl, so much was inside right there. I love it. <laughs> you know, and and I think that safe places are so important because I choose to look at it like. It's not exclusion. It is inclusion of those who need it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's inclusion of the brown and black girls all across the world for a place to be sacred. Yeah. I used to get asked um, why there was a need for an African-American affinity network. Right. Yeah. I used to get asked about that all the time because I chose to be a leader of it in each um, business unit I was in working for the company. And the reason is because. Um, exactly what you were saying. Sometimes you need familiar folks that are going through familiar things to help you um, to become uncomfortable so then you can become comfortable. And sometimes there's unwritten rules that are happening that you don't even know about. And sometimes you need somebody to share that with you. And, you know, mentorship, sponsorship, all of those things are important to have people on your train that look different than you that think differently than you, but there are some spaces and places that are inclusive of a certain community. And I love that you tapped on that because so many times there are people who are really feeling a certain kind of way. Don't even want to talk about that. They are part of a community because they feel that it's exclusive. But what if you recognize that it was inclusive of those that are like you so that now you can be strengthened so you can walk this thing called life in a different type of way. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Senator Cory Booker. Come on now. Oh, my goodness. When he lifted oh. up Judge Brown, when he lifted her Woo! up, I said, come on. Were you not screaming? Oh, um, I was crying. Yes. It was lit- yes. I was like in tears. Yes. Because that part, that I'm about to get choked up now, but that part. And when people, when people understand that it's that type of uplift we need on a daily basis because it's that type of scrutiny and scrutinizing that we go through. What you saw on display was on display in the public, but what you don't see is what we what what goes on with us on a daily basis mm-hmm. in private. Mm-hmm. And so to have a space, oh my goodness, is amazing. But to see Corey do that, that Corey. Corey to Judge Brown. So Brown, Brown, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Jackson Brown. Yes. Is what I am to the women in my group. Every day, constantly. That's what we created. And that's what we have. That's what we have. That, but that was that was, oh my gosh. I'm I'm like, whoo. I know. Yeah. My son came home talking about it because I'm so excited that they're talking about it in school. Yeah. And it's because it is a part of history. And when, you know, microaggressions happen all the time, outward, outward bias happens all the time. Yeah. Just this month alone, I've spoken to four organizations. I had to count them. Four organizations literally on bias. Oh, yeah. And how does it look? How do you show up? And how do you talk about it right then on the spot? Because that's when it needs to happen. Right. Some people are unaware, but some people know exactly what's happening. So what I saw in Cory Booker and Senator Booker, what I saw was him say, look, sis, look at me. Mm-hmm. Let me let me refuel you and Come fix on. your crown just a little bit. Just- let me refuel you and look right at you. I want you to look in my eyes and know that you are power. Yeah. Like, period. 
I want to affirm you in this moment in front of the world so that you yes. know that I'm here for you and God's got your back. Come on now. I was like, I mean, it tears. Yes. High fives on replay. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I watched it a lot. <laughs> yes. And that's what we need is for people yeah. to, you know, when you see something happening, say it, say yeah. it right there in the moment. Cause what do you have to lose? Right? Yeah. Some people would say everything, but what I tell you is that, are you sleeping at night? Yeah. Right. Oh, we're talking yeah. about the power of community. We're yeah. talking about when chaos hits, we're talking about how to build and then sometimes I talk about this a lot too, right? Is when you're on your train, because I believe we are a conductor about our own train. Yeah, Some yeah, of yeah. you all that's looking in has, have heard me talk about this change train before, but mine has beautiful script. It's purple. It says Lolita, right? Yes. It's yes. beautiful. And you're standing at the, you're standing at the, as the conductor. That means that you can choose to open up your doors yes. and allow folks off of your train. You can. That means that sometimes people are going to self-select, press the little thing, put a little thing over there to get off and know that that's okay. But sometimes you have to make room for the new folks that want to be a part of your community because they see your vision. They understand your vision and they're going to help you with that vision. Yes. Oh, so good. So good. Okay. The second question (laughs) is, look at, look at us. The first question. That was the first one. (laughs) Oh, Oh, they they are definitely powerful. I'm ready though. I'm ready. Let's go. The second one, we are in um, the come as you are round for coaching cocktails and conversations, the podcast. And the second one is what is a strength that you have today? You didn't always recognize it was a strength. And right before we hear that answer, I have something special just for you. Now, this little bit right here is for all of our women listeners and for all of the men who are ready to send their special women in their lives on an all-inclusive four-day women's weekend renewal retreat. Imagine yourself in a space free of distractions and ready to get poured into. Imagine an intentionally intimate space of power women leaning on you to shift from where you are today to where you absolutely want and need to be. Imagine me as a certified life leadership and executive coach grabbing you exactly where you are, pulling the greatness out of you and replaying that such that you increase your confidence, your clarity, and your commitment. Imagine a new group of women who are just like you and ready to push you beyond your next level. Yes, it is your time. So go ahead and head over to lolitawalker.com slash retreats. Learn a little bit more and register for this upcoming Women's Weekend Renewal Retreat. What an amazing gift that this is to you, from you. You deserve it. I would have to say the power of leadership. Mm -hmm. You know, you, I've, I've had people to say, you know, oh, you have leadership qualities. Oh, you'd be a great leader. But if you don't really believe that, you, you, don't, you don't push forward in that position. You don't always want to be the leader. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, you know, being an entrepreneur and being in a space where I've created this now, you know, building an empire, I've got to lead my people. I've got to lead everybody that's, you know, behind me, that's on side of me, that's, you know, I've got the, I'm the leader of this camp. I'm the leader. Mm -hmm. I'm the conductor of this train. I'm moving this train. You know, it's what I say and people start moving. So when Mm -hmm. I talk, they listen and they execute. Mm -hmm. And at it, you know, at some point you're thinking, oh, but I don't want to, I don't want to tell them. I mean, they're adults. I mean, why do I have to tell? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And that's where I was in my, you know, full transparency here. I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I don't want to tell adults what to do. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I'm a school teacher. I taught school 16 years. I mean, I tell the kids what to do, but I'm not telling other adults what to do. I don't yeah, I don't want to do that. But, you know, as a leader, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that I'm a mean person. It doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. It means that I'm a leader, that I have expectations, that I expect things to get done. And if you're going to be a part of this train, that you're here because you're here to move the train along. I don't need any dead weight. I've got to lead you into doing what needs to be done to keep the wheels turning. So that means that I have to be a great leader and I have to explain and say, 
This is what needs to be done. Now you can see why this train is continuing to move. If I don't be a leader, if I'm not a leader, if I don't share what needs to be done, then everybody is going to be in a chaotic space. And that's dysfunctional. We don't want dysfunction. I can't build an empire amongst dysfunction. I have to lead my people because we got to heal the climb in this train. Yes. We've got a hill to climb. So I need to tell y'all what to do. So you all need to get the coal and you need to keep, you know, feeding the steamer. You need to keep doing I need somebody over here all in this. I need somebody over here doing this. The leader sees it all. Yeah. Everyone else has to execute. Not everybody can eat. Everybody can ride and everybody can get off and we can rejoice on the big patio. We can have a good time once we stop. We can get off and we can all have a great time on the patio. So this is, you know, it's being a leader. It is. Yes. (laughs) I love that. Stacy said, and because people listen, we must be responsible with their lives. Mm -hmm. Who we connect with matters. What we say matters. Yes. Words have power and there's power in our words. Hashtag. Absolutely. And Maria, hey there. Yes. Uh, Maria said to say nothing is saying something. No one should ever feel um, no one should ever be complacent. And that was more on what we were talking about before. Right. You know, today we're talking about connection and how uh, chaos comes and what you do when all of this chaos comes. And now I'm in this come as you are round with Tara, the patio chick right here on coaching cocktails and conversations. And here's the, here's the third question is what is one barrier that still stands before you today? Oh man. <laughs> You're not you, know, you know, we got to go back to, you know, Brown girls in this space because that's a barrier. Um, even though I've opened doors uh, for brown girls in this space, because when you look at it, they, we're not we're not in this space. We're not in the patio space. We're not in the outdoor space. So when you look at Kawasaki ATVs, you never see a brown girl, a black girl, or a black family or brown family on Kawasaki's or um, other. You know, I have a Kawasaki, that's why I named that. But um, you know, even tools, you don't see that when you think of families and. Uh, being outside and and just hanging out outside on the patio, that those things didn't just come. I'm still breaking down walls so that they can bring in even even designs that we like. Mm-hmm. And we don't always design with the things that they have out there, but we know based on the designs that they've put out that we are not in those rooms selecting those designs. We are not the buyers. We're not the buyers for this space. You see women who are doing outdoor, well, really not outdoor, but when you look at like the uh, entertainment dishes or um, utensils or whatever, you know, you're using to just share and have parties and stuff. That's Rachel Ray. It's Martha Stewart. It's the pioneer woman, you know, even with uh, Bev Smith, you know, they quickly removed a lot of her stuff out of the play, out of, out of the way. Um, Aisha Curry had a, uh, pot like she had like this whole line in JC Penny, but it's not like it's it, it's not like loud and yes. just sharing and all this stuff, you know. But I want to be, I want to be in this space, and I'm breaking down barriers continually. Like I'm still busting down walls because there needs to be places where young girls that look like me can have a can get a degree in. Out, outdoor, like uh, uh, architect, and I mean, and being because it's, and I'm trying to think, landscape architect. That's what it is, landscape architect. Because they don't look at, they don't look at that. That's all about designing, uh, uh, designing outside. Like that's all about the outside design space, and we're not in that space. So I'm still breaking down barriers, and it's still a barrier because I'm still like literally with my hammer and my sledgehammer every day. I got a hammer in one hand for the small spaces. <laughs> I've got a sledgehammer in the other. And sometimes I got to drop that hammer and get both hands for that sledgehammer, but it's there. But you know what? If I'm the woman for the job, then so be it. I'm going to continue to do that because I have little girls watching me who want to go outside and decorate patios and want to do landscape. But somehow, some way people are, the society is saying women can't do that. Not only not only black women, but women in general. This is a man's job and it's not. It's not only just for black women. And I'm not opening doors just for brown girls, but me being a brown girl, being in that space opens the door for me, for other girls that look like me and women in general. 
So that's important that I just continue to fight to open up those doors so young girls can go out there and do what they want to do when it comes to being outside. <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. I, I Listen, I've already told Tara that I can already see her on HGTV. We are claiming it. She is manifesting it. This this girl right here is doing some amazing things. So how can we help? What's what's one thing that we can do as a community here for coaching cocktails and conversations in order to help that barrier lessen a little bit? Oh, you know what? Just social social uh, social currency. You know, go out there and follow. Go out there and follow me on all platforms. Uh, the patio chick. Uh, at the patio chick and I'm a little bit of a rebel. So chick is spelled C-H-I-C like chic, but you know, Hey, we're women. We can do want to do it's women's month. Give me some grace. Uh, <laughs> so go out there and, and like, and love, you know, uh, respond, chat with me, talk with me, um, tap into patio chick chats, tap into the, the conference that's happening in August. Yes. Uh, go to patiochick.com and buy your ticket. We're going to have a three day. Awesome conference that is all about getting your space together. And you know what? It's not about just getting your space together. It's about why you need a space. It's about the the extending your home so that you can have a place to go to, to be free. So we need to have these places and we need to talk about it. And we need to understand that these are the things that we have to have to function. We need yeah. to have these things. So just being a part of any one of my communities, if you fit the criteria to get into the Facebook group, go ahead and join. If not, go ahead and grab a spot on, at, on any one of my social media platforms at the Patio Chick. But just be a part. Jump in and create a space that will make your friends and your neighbors jealous and a space that you will love. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Listen, tell us about TPCon because I will be headed to TPCon. It's in Houston, y'all, August the 5th through the 7th. I feel like those are the dates. So tell us about yeah. what they can expect because I think you you have this expansive view of what yeah. it's going to be. It's not only going to be about the, the outdoor piece. So tell them what they can expect when they, when they yeah. get there. So TPCCon is the Patio Chick Conference, and I'm so excited to be hosting this amazing conference in Houston, Texas at the GRB on August 5th through 7th. And literally it is, we're like, I'm going to give you a rundown of the show real quick. Like Friday, we're doing a meet and greet. Then we're having this amazing, oh honey, a hot off the press Patio Chick uh, I can't even, I can't even think fashion show. Oh my goodness. Cause we gotta be fly on the patio, right? <laughs> we gotta be fly on the patio. So on Saturday we have breakout sessions where we are talking about how to decorate your space all the way to how to feel good on your space. What do you need? We're talking about mental health issues. We're even talking about how to buy your space. We're even going to have banks there that can that can go ahead and qualify you so that you can go back home and buy your space. So you can buy your home and you can buy your condo or you can buy your balcony or whatever. You can do that. We're going to have things like that. And then on Sunday, oh, I'm sorry, Saturday night, we are having a gala on the patio. Get your dress and come on and hang out with us on the patio because we are going after five in this thing. OK, <laughs> Sunday morning is one of my favorite. Bring your big hat because we are doing a big hat brunch praise on the patio on Sunday. And that's how we end with praise on the patio. I'm a believer and that's what I love. And so I've just got to give him all the glory and the thanks. And so we are going to have an amazing time just enjoying each other, connecting each other, continuing to build community and continuing to uplift and share and continuing to create a, a safe space for black women to just connect, collaborate and create a space that they love and enjoy. So Yes. <laughs> yes. I am so excited. I will absolutely be there. I want to try to squeeze. I'm going to come a little early because I'm going to squeeze in a book tour at the local Barnes and Noble. So we're going to yes. get that going too. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for being here. If you didn't get to catch all of it, don't worry because it is going to be on the audio streaming platforms and you can head on over to my YouTube channel where you can not only see what is happening on this one, but you also can see the other podcasts. You know, I didn't always, let me tell you about this real quick. So <laughs> leveraging the power of technology, I used to record in Zoom, right? For my mm. podcast okay. and I would, for all of them, and I'm on 50 something now, but for all of them, I would have the, the audio and the video. Mm -hmm. And do you know, I deleted all of the video. I was like, I don't need that. 
who does that? I don't need that. I just wasn't even thinking. I was just going audio only. I would, you know, make sure it gets put out. Look at me. I mean, something happened in my head one day. I'm like, Lolita, who does that? So now just getting, I put, that's why I put my YouTube right there. You guys go ahead and go there. You can go to podcast.lolitawalker.com and get right into the YouTube that way as well. Or you could just search Lolita Walker right on YouTube. So I tell you, this is just such a pleasure. I absolutely love um, having guests here. You have been so amazing. Thank you so much. And I I just want to leave these five considerations, right? We've been talking about community and sometimes you find chaos that's within it. Sometimes you find chaos that's within it. So I have these um, these here. And then this is Regina put in hers, her YouTube. So she could go the alley of ambience. Thank you so much, Regina, for letting us know this is community. So we want to make sure that that gets in there, too. The C is about create a space and place. The H is about hone in with your values. The A is about asking for help from others. Right. In the midst of chaos, sometimes when you sit in the power of that pause, you need to go ahead and ask for help. And Mm -hmm. and so frequently we don't ask for the help that we need. Right. Make sure you do. The O was about opening up to newness. And I love that Tara shared that. I love that she shared opening up to newness because just because you don't have an outdoor space now doesn't mean you you don't you won't have one. Yes. Right. Yes. And go on her page because guess what? Uh, There's 233,000 people who can tell you today how you could get started, which is amazing. Um, Another piece of that is we didn't talk about this, but bringing things into your space for your most be free. You did. You shared about the sound, the sound maker. Right. You shared about that. And that's so important, too. Okay, And then the S is about stepping away from chaos. Step away from it. Get the folks off your train. Yeah. Get off, uh, get off other folks, uh, chaotic trains. <laughs> Back it up. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. Just want to say thank you so much. And hey, everybody, <laughs> tune in to Coaching Cocktails and Conversations. If you loved this right here, if you super loved it, stick around, um, Tara. If you really loved it, then guess what? Write a review. That's the best thing ever. Make sure you follow Tara. Coaching, once again, is just leaving you with a couple nuggets. And I hope you got a couple here. Cocktails is about celebrating the greatness of who you are. And we had so many people that shared today. Thank you so much for leaving your comments and getting into this juicy conversation. And in conversations is just what we had today. And I had an amazing guest, Tara L. Page. If you are not following her, make sure you do that. She is the patio chick on all social platforms. But we really talked about community, what that means, what that looks like, how you build it, uh, setting ground rules, making sure people know the foundation that you're standing upon so that your brand is always protected. And sometimes that brand is you. All right. Take care and chat you guys soon. Bye. We have concluded another episode of Coaching, Cocktails, and Conversations with Lolita E. Walker. Connect with me at lolitawalker.com for speaking, coaching, and my book, The Intersection of You and Change. Next time, bring a friend. Cheers. Cheers.